to the Two Brothers and Their Sports podcast. Our topics for this episode are Devontae Smith winning the Heisman Trophy, our picks for Super Bowl 55, Francisco Lindor in a blockbuster trade to the New York Mets, and Deshaun Watson requesting a trade. But first, we talk about Devontae Smith winning the Heisman Trophy, and should Mac Jones or Kyle Trask or even Trevor Lawrence have won that award? I definitely think Devontae Smith should have won this. He was a great receiver and maybe had the best season for receiver in NFL, I mean, um, college football history. It was just amazing. Trevor Lawrence probably would have won, but he was out for multiple weeks from COVID-19 and really just didn't stand a chance against this. Um, He was, Devontae Smith was amazing. He had over, he had 20 touchdowns and over 100 receptions. That's just absurd and really one of the best in NFL history. And he wasn't even the starting wide receiver at the beginning of the year. I'm pretty sure that was Jalen Waddle. So this is a great season for him, and he's going to be a very good investment for an NFL team and maybe be as good or maybe even better than Justin Jefferson. That's what I'm predicting when he gets to the NFL. I think he should not have won this award. I get he had an amazing season, and he had 164 1,641 yards and 20 touchdowns, but Mac Jones played a huge part in that. And even though um, even though Devontae Smith missed four games, a lot of his production came from Mac Jones. No other quarterback was could have been able to do that kind of... If, if Devontae Smith was with a subpar quarterback, so if Devontae Smith was at, with a quarterback that's not Kyle Trask, Mac Jones, or even Trevor Lawrence, or anyone a little less, a little worse than that, he, I don't think he could have ever put up these numbers. And Jalen Waddle took up a lot of his time. And I agree that Devontae Smith had an amazing season. I'm not doubting that. Um, but I think you always need a great quarterback to come along and do the kind of stuff that that um, Devontae Smith is doing. We see Kirk Cousins, when Justin Jefferson really turned it on at the last half of the year, you see Kirk Cousins' produ- production. He only threw like nine interceptions the, like the whole s- or second half of the year. That's or not, not even nine, actually. I think it was a little less, like maybe even six. So... Kirk Cousins started turning it on. You see Thielen started turning it on, and then it's contagious on this team. Matt Jones, the only way it could have it could have happened was Matt Jones, and Matt Jones had such an amazing season. I don't know why he came in third. So, Devontae Smith, yes, but then let's move on to the question. Well, two questions. First, who do you think should have won, got second place? I think that Matt Jones should have got Same. second place of easily. Course, yeah. uh, but I think Trevor Lawrence easily would have won if not for COVID. Not easily. I mean, this was a great season. And against, I don't believe that he needed Mac Jones because you're talking about Justin Jefferson. Would you? Did you believe Justin Jefferson would have done it if he didn't play with Joe Burrow? What? No, I'm saying that Kirk Cousins started doing so well at the last half of the year and just all his receivers benefited from that. I know, but Justin Jefferson was amazing in college. And you could argue that Kirk Cousins is not as good as Joe Burrow. You could argue that. Yet still, Justin Jefferson did the same thing. So that's it doesn't matter what QB you have if you just have a QB that fits you or that you have a like you have like kind of a relationship with that you guys um you guys together are really just understanding each other. Um, I like that's- in Victor Cruz's book he said 
without Eli Manning, Eli Manning really understood him, understood the way his, his cuts were, understood how he was going to do things, and that really helped Victor Cruz become a breakout player. That's, I think it was the same thing with Justin Jefferson. So I do believe that um, Devontae Smith would have also been doing the same thing Justin Jefferson is and will do it when he gets to college. Yeah, but you're talking about two great quarterbacks, Joe Burrow and Kirk Cousins. Both of them are great quarterbacks. I'm talking about Kirk Cousins the last half of the year and Joe Burrow in college. There's a reason he had the best quarterback numbers in in uh, NCAA history. So I think... I think Trevor Lawrence would have won second, and then that begs the question, do you think Devontae Smith will be the first wide receiver taken in the draft, and do you, what what uh, overall do you think he's going to go? Do you think, well, first wide receiver taken in, in the draft number one? No, no, like first wide receiver out of all the other wide receivers. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's the best um, right now, and it's going to be a hard choice for Alabama to see if, if Jalen, I think Jalen Waddle is staying one more year, so it'll be a hard choice to choose between Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle if they both stay. But I think that it's going to be Devontae Smith for sure, based on right now, because of what he's done. There's really no receivers that match his numbers and how he's been playing. Yeah, well, Devontae Smith can't stay because... Um, this is his um, senior year, yeah. yeah. So even last year, he did really well, but he didn't take a lot of notice. And this year, um, he actually broke out. So I agree. I think that he will be the number one wide receiver taken this year. But um, I, I don't think – I think he'll be top five definitely, but it just really depends on what teams really need him. Like, for example, the, the Jaguars won't take him. They have DJ Chark, and they need a quarterback more. So it really depends on what the – uh, head coach says like some teams don't even have a head coach yet but I think Devontae Smith is really talented he'll have a, a great career in the NFL and um I think deservingly he won the Heisman and I think Matt Jones he couldn't have done it without Matt Jones though so a lot of credit to both of them now we're going to talk about our picks for Super Bowl 55 so I have a playoff picture pulled up right now I don't know if you guys would want to do that but I'm just going to go game by game, and then I'm going to go re- uh, relatively quickly, and then at the end I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl. So I think Saints versus Bears, that'll be – I think the Saints will easily get that win. Rams versus – I'm starting with the NFC. Rams versus Seahawks, that's a close game because the Seahawks – the Rams always give the Seahawks problems, and you see their defense is turning it on this year. So I think Rams actually come with that one, even Jared Go- even though Jared Goff is injured. And then we go to the Bucks, um, Bucks versus Washington. I this is also a really really tough game, but I'm gonna give it to Washington. Their front seven. Really? Yes, I'm gonna give it to Washington. Their front seven is the best in one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league. Tom Brady has been doing amazing as of late, but they might not have Mike Evans and Antonio Brown. We don't know really how he's gonna uh, uh, react. An amazing game last. Yeah, but we don't know how he's gonna react in the playoffs. We haven't seen him with the Bucks that long yet. So I so then we have Saints versus Rams, and I think Saints will take that one again. I think they're going to make it all the way to the conference championships. And then we go to Green Bay versus Washington. I think Green Bay has a bye, so I think they'll take that one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams are unstoppable, and then if you try to stop Devontae Adams, you have MVS and Lazard there, not to mention Aaron Jones. So then 
the, I think all of us expected this Saints versus Green Bay, and I'm gonna give this one to the to Green Bay because, as I mentioned before, Aaron Jones has an, is having an amazing season. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in MVP contention. I have him number two in MVP, and um, and then Devontae Adams he's just crazy. So then we go to the NFC or to the AFC. Bills versus Colts. I give that one to the Colts. Actually, their defense also been playing amazing. Even though Josh Allen is uh, turning it on this year, like made a huge step. I think Colts are going to be able to stop him. Um, Steelers, Browns. I give that to the Steelers. Um, and then Ravens at um, Titans. That's a close game, but I think Derrick Henry is going to run all over them. And then we have the Colts versus the Steelers. I give that to the Steelers, too. Their defense is going to stop Jonathan Taylor and the Colts. And uh, Ben Roethlisberger will make some plays. And then Titans versus Chiefs. I give that to the Titans. I think Derrick Henry is going to carry this team a lot. And then Really? Yeah, yeah. And then um, I'll leave it at that. Then you take your pick, and then we'll talk about the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, I think, well, I'm just going to do who I think, I think the Titans are going to win, and then they're going to play the Chiefs, and then I think the Bills are going to win against the Colts, that's going to be a really good matchup though, I also think that the Steelers will pull out this win, but it's going to be really close, now on the NFC side of things, I think the Bucks are going to pull out a win, um, the Seahawks are going to pull out a win, and the Saints, so that leaves me with um, Green Bay versus the Bucks, and I think the Bucks are actually going to make an upset this time. Now it's going to be really, yeah. It's, um, I think they're a really good team with Tom Brady. Now next, it's going to be Saints versus Seahawks, and this is going to be a good one. But I really think Seahawks are going to pull out on top if Russell Wilson plays like he was at the beginning of the season. If not, it's going to the Saints. And um, now going back to the AFC. Um, I think it's Bills versus Steelers, and I think the Bills actually will actually win this one. Um, and then Chiefs versus Titans. I think this is obviously the Chiefs. I can't believe you said the Titans. I think it's going to be really close, but there's no way they're beating Patrick Mahomes. Uh, they did. They beat Alex uh, Smith a couple years ago, but that is a totally different story. Yeah. But I think Derrick Henry will have a lot of fun, and then that leaves in the conference championships for AFC the Chiefs versus the Steelers, I mean the Titans versus Steelers for me. And I give that to the Titans, as I said, Derrick Henry. Going to have an amazing playoff uh, push for the Titans. And Ryan Tannehill, his running ability is, he's really stepped it up as of late. And um, Derrick Henry, ha- I think he's going to carry this team, as I keep saying. And then that leaves the Titans versus the Packers in the Super Bowl. And I think the Packers have a really, really bad run defense, but so do the Titans. And then... Green Bay just light them up, is going to light them up. I think it's the Packers win Super Bowl 55, uh, score uh, 24 to 10, I think. Yeah, so mine is actually going to be, um, so yeah, it's going to be Chiefs versus Bills. And I think that the Chiefs are going to win against the Bills and make it back to the Super Bowl. And next, it's actually going to be, um, it's going to be the... Um, Bucks versus the Seahawks, and I think the Bucks are going to win. So my Super Bowl matchup is going to be Chiefs versus Seahawks, and um, I mean Chiefs versus Bucks. And my Super Bowl winner is actually going to be the Chiefs. They're going to go back to back with an amazing tight end, amazing wide receivers, and obviously the best QB in the league. What's this? What do you think the score will be? 
Um, that's a good one. I think this is going to be a really high-scoring game. Neither defense really shocks me. So, so really, the Bucks D doesn't shock you against Patrick Mahomes? No oh way. no way! Yeah. Yeah, and um, really, the Chiefs defense isn't really that solid. They let up a lot of points to a 49ers team who really weren't that good last year. I think they were a little overrated, but still a good team. So all in all, um, I think the score will be about 40, let's say 42 Chiefs to um, 35 bucks. Or no, 38 bucks. That is a high, that's a high scoring game. Yeah, it's going to be a really high scoring game. And I think the Chiefs are going to be really efficient in this one, just driving up and down the field like it's never been done before. And they're going to win this Super Bowl once again. <laughs> Now we're going to talk about the New York Mets acquiring superstar shortstop Francisco Lindor from the Cleveland Indians in a blockbuster trade. So I think this was a really good trade for the Mets. Obviously they get Francisco Lindor, but they also get a right-handed pitcher, which is really, really good for them. They're going to be a great team, and, and that pitcher is going to be very good in the future. Cleveland received two prospects for shortstop. They also received Josh Wolf, who's a very good pitcher, and they received um, outfielder Isaiah Green, who's going to be pretty good, but this isn't even close to as good as Francisco Lindor, and a right-handed pitcher who, who really looks to be pretty good, and looked to be pretty good on the Indians. So, um, I'm going to say that this, for the Mets, I'm actually going to rate this an A-plus trade. You really couldn't get much better than this by still making it a fair trade for the other team where they actually accept it. Um, do you have, in fact, this might be one of the best trades that I've ever seen for a shortstop like at this caliber. This is amazing. Um, and for Cleveland, they didn't get bad stuff, but they got um, two prospects, which could be bust, but could be booms. Um, they also got Josh Wolf, which we know how good he is. Um, he's the he's a very good player. He's definitely the best player out of those four they got. And they also got Isaiah Green. So I'm gonna rate it for Cleveland. I'm gonna rate it a B minus. But for the Mets, I'm gonna rate it an A plus. I agree on the Mets part. If there was a such thing as an A plus plus, that's what I would rate the Mets trade. They got they gave pretty much four prospects for a superstar shortstop that Marcus as Marcus Stroman said. He's so happy to get this guy, and I'm, I'm going to say this. I think he's the best shortstop in the MLB. He's a superstar game changer. He's so good on in the infield, batting, whatever else you want him to do, he'll do it. And he's so great at what he does. And Josh Wolf and Isaiah Green can develop into what into what the Mets really, I mean, into like what Cleveland want, wants from them. But I think Francisco Lindor was going to walk anyway. So I think the point of this trade was to get – some players that can develop into yeah. very good players. It's kind of like the um, Jamal Adams situation. Yeah, they, he was going to walk anyway, so they wanted to get whatever they could for him. And if they can get young players that are one of the top prospects in the league right now, they're going to take it. So, considering that, I'm going to rate this trade a B plus. If this, if it was just, if there was a bunch of people in their late twenties, um, early thirties. I would I would rate this trade maybe a C, but because these are young prospects and Francisco Lindor was going to walk anyway, and, and it helps their team needs, I'm just going to rate this a B plus. And Mets Francisco Lindor, you just can't say enough about him. He's he's so great, and even these four players combined 
if I was Cleveland, I wouldn't accept that trade. But like I said, they have they tried to get something before the deadline, and so they could benefit their team instead of another team just signing him. Now we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson requesting a trade from the Houston Texans. So Deshaun Watson uh, statistically put up his best year ever, but for um, in terms of his team success, it was not that great. And you see they went 4-12, and and as J.J. Watt said, he, they wasted one of his years. There's no doubt they did. And Deshaun Watson's numbers, almost 5,000 yards, led the league in passing without DeAndre Hopkins, and Will Fuller was uh, Will Fuller suspended the last uh, five or six games of the year. And only seven picks. He took care of the ball, 112 uh, passer rating, and 70% completion. So he's in his prime, and you never see, you never really see a quarterback who can be a franchise quarterback requesting a trade. But because they're wasting his talent, and this is an older team, and they, they have all the pieces, but now they finally got rid of Bill O'Brien after he made that horrible trade that DeAndre Hopkins went to the Cardinals. So, um, I Deshaun Watson, let's talk about some fits for him. Easily, if, if he went to the 49ers, I think he's easily one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He already is right now, but with with those pieces, with George Kittle, with uh, young Debo Samuel, all those types of players. And then if if he goes to the um, Jaguars, which is a totally different story. They could trade the number one pick, and then the Texans get... Or even get, the Jets. Yeah, yeah, and then the Texans get Trevor Lawrence or um, Justin Fields, who maybe they feel more... They feel they can get more out of him because they're not going to get anything from from Deshaun Watson anymore. So it really depends. But I either I think top three teams: Jags, Jets, and um, Jags, Jets, and 49ers. And if you want to include the Cowboys, it really depends on if, if Dak comes back. But I think the Cowboys. I don't think. I think the Cowboys push. should make a push for them. Should make a push for him because they Andy Dalton might not. Andy Dalton is not going to start. Um, unless Dak leaves. And I, if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm making a push for Deshaun right now, right this instant, trading my draft pick for him, and then I can let Dak walk. But Dak is so good. Yeah, but what if you do, like, they still have Dak under contract. So what if you do Dak and someone else for Deshaun? Or Dak and their first pick, first round pick, and maybe someone else for Deshaun? That, I mean, there'd be no point, though, because they, they said they believe in Dak. So, yes, I understand where you're coming from, but I don't think it's going to happen. Well, then that begs the question, who do you think's better, Dak or Deshaun? Dak. You think Dak Prescott's better than the Dak Prescott's a lot, at least right now, Dak Prescott's so much better than Deshaun Watson. You, you're seeing his offense. Maybe it's because the team that Deshaun has, but not just this year, all years. Uh, Dak has been putting up record-setting numbers as a QB, and really, he was one of the best players in his draft class, but somehow fell to round four or round three, I think, where the Cowboys picked him up, and he's really just been superb since then. And we remember that rookie year where he went like 13-3. and three. Um, So, yeah, I, I think it's definitely Dak. Imagine Deshaun Watson with Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, and whoever else is on the Cowboys team. Uh, let's, it's, if um, Blake Jarwin is healthy next year, if their defense steps it up next year, that could be an amazing trade. So I think top four teams, Jaguars, Jets, 49ers, and if you want to push it, then maybe the Bears too. But if you want to push it, then maybe the Cowboys. Okay, so first of all, yes, Deshaun Watson's a great QB. 
but he's definitely not staying on this team for longer. Um, like, he just doesn't want to. This franchise traded away his favorite receiver and maybe his best friend or maybe his favorite um, player to work with, and it looked like it because he has been, he's been still superb, but the team has been horrible. And not even that. Deshaun Watson, I mean, uh, um, what's his name? DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best, if not the, I think this year, the best wide receiver in the NFL. Or if not, then Devontae Adams. So, yeah, keep going. Yeah, so um, I don't think he's going to stay here, and that means he's either going to become a free agent, which probably is not going to happen. They probably want something out of just the trade. So I think he's going to go somewhere else onto a different team. And I think maybe Jaguars, maybe Jets, teams that really need a QB. Um, those two are the most obvious, but maybe the Lions. Um, he's maybe the Lions because um, Matt Stafford is getting a little bit older and he's not going to be able to play a lot longer. And this is going to be a franchise player for any team that he goes to. So it's really right now we can't tell. I mean, um, but. I don't think the Cowboys at all. Um, maybe the Giants. Oh, uh, maybe the football team, Washington football team, because they definitely yeah. they they have not been. Alex Smith has been injured way too much. He's been an amazing QB when he hasn't been injured, but he's been injured a lot. So maybe the Washington football team. So my four people that I think he could land on is Jacksonville, the Jets, Washington, and maybe the Lions. <laughs> listening to the two brothers in their sports podcast this week listen wherever you get your favorite podcast and make sure you leave a review let us know what you want to hear and we may even feature your comment in the next episode until next time we're two brothers in their sports